Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey. Where do the balls Where go? Do That's they a great come way to from, start. Mitchell? We were for the. This is we are starting a cult. Yeah. By, by the way. way. Yeah. Um, That's Grant. I'm Jake. Mitch is here. Literal seconds before recording actually started, we were talking about sodomizing one's own self and how uh, we. Mitch has uh, enlightened us that he's seen images, and it does not look comfortable or enjoyable. Yeah. Is what I'm being told. And we were wondering about where the testicles would lie in that equation. So welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Um, keep we're that back. one in your mind throughout this episode about sodomizing your own self, if that's possible for you. Uh, if it is, give it a try and uh, let us know how it went. You know, just shoot us an email. Or, uh, Start a cult at gmail.com. I'll tell you this. I, uh, I don't want to see any evidence of it. Yeah, don't send... Pictures. I would, Maybe to Mitch. Mitch, what's your email? No, All right. I don't want to see it ever again. All you right. can send those to uh, analpunishment68 at gmail.com. I'm not sure that that's an active email, but you can certainly try to send to that one. Um, but we're back. Uh, we recorded one yesterday, so if it sounds like I want to kill myself, it probably is accurate no i'm just kidding jesus christ you are just going off here Mm -hmm. and the echo is still here we're still we're still filling the room up yeah we are i'm in a i'm in a good mood that's why i'm just kind of firing off here on all cylinders it's good because it's your fucking birthday it it is my birthday it's weird it doesn't feel like my birthday because it's just i don't know this is just what we do i just like did things i normally did i got an oil change that was big and uh that was a big new move. You yeah. Know? I was like, I yeah. should. Birthday money covered it, though, so that's good. Yeah, I was like, man, I uh, I was, what, like 3,000 miles over the recommended change date. So uh, I just decided that uh, what's better than today to go get an Got oil change. Got some new license plate lights. It was great. That is true. It was a great day. I uh, want to give a big, big shout out. I will not use names just because, you know. I don't know how this individual feels about it, but we uh, we picked up a new fan via Instagram slash Audible podcast, which is really cool because I've actually never used Audible, but uh, I didn't know we were on there, so that's that's cool to know. Yeah, I did. I hooked this up on there because I know people uh, that have used it. So uh, we got a new fan, and uh, it's fun because the fan in question here. They know uh, where Amberg, Wisconsin is, and they've been there before. And that just blew my mind because... Yeah, I think the Wisconsin Oddities episode may have attracted her to the show. I think so. But yeah, she like posted something and was like, listen to these guys, they're great. We we're like, no, you're great. She's like, no, you guys. It was great. It was, it was a nice internet uh, interaction. Yeah, it was. And I've, uh, I've had a family house in Amberg uh, my whole life, probably going on 70 years. So it's fun to meet or virtually meet people that are aware of this buttfuck middle of nowhere town in Wisconsin. It's going to take her a while to hear this, though. She she said she was starting at the beginning. Yeah, she did. So, so god damn. What is this, 119? Something like that? I think so, We're yeah. cooking. Cooking, cooking, cooking. 
Yeah, that we are. But today we are here. We are going to have it's a it's a fun little romp of an episode, okay? Because uh, it does it does have uh, some important detail, but this is a really I'm just gonna go out and say it. It's a really laid back, kind of goofy, fun episode. We're gonna have some interesting you, conversation here. You deserve that for your birthday. And today, if you didn't already know, based on the title of which you clicked on this fucking audio, we're going to be talking about vampires today, okay? We're going to be talking about all different kinds. Like, let's say, I don't know, maybe the, you're into the Lost Boys, uh, Interview with a Vampire, uh, Underworld, Blade. Underworld. Yeah, Underworld. We got I forget Blade. they're vampires. Yeah. Um... We'll be talking a lot about different forms of media and representation. Uh, talk a little bit about the history of where they kind of come from, and then uh, we might even get a little uh, get a little weird with some ideas. Okay, and uh, we'll save that one for later. You'll definitely uh, you'll definitely. I think you might know where I'm going if you if you've listened to 118 other episodes of our show. So I don't even know. I'm part. I am half of the show, and I have no. You always do this. You always just like there's something later, and I have no idea what you're talking about. See, to me, <laughs> for most episodes, to me, that's what I love about this show because it's like we do it. You just together, have little surprises for me, and we we always have, we know like what each person is into. You know, like as far as research, so we know what to do and like how to do it. We've gotten into a rhythm of what's to be done. Yeah, and. I like the idea of just never knowing what's going to come. You're the so, opposite of me because I try to write a script every time. Right. I try to make it. sure. <laughs> you try to make sure One of my that you have no goals, idea what you're going to say. The main goal when I record this episode is not only to make it entertaining to listen to and familiar where you feel like you might know us on a personal level. I also want my counterpart, Jake, to have no idea what's going to happen because I feel success. That, that that is going to open up to some more organic conversation. Of course. And then, I mean, we always got Mitch here, so Mitch is always ready for whatever the topic's going to be. Mitch has got bananas. He loves being purple. He's got all these things. He is. Uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, I'm not sure. I'm not going to let you. I'm not sure where the bananas thing came from. Okay, Mitch will enlighten us a little bit later, but I do know where the I love being purple thing came from. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am not sure I could even find that anymore, but it was an old YouTube video, and... Are you sure? That's us dating ourselves, because when did we see that video? Maybe 15 years ago? At least 10. It's I always thought it was from SpongeBob. Really? Yeah, dude. The Patrick says that. He's like, we're going to party till we're purple. He's like, I love being purple. It's in the SpongeBob movie. That might be like the audio it's from, but I think the That's video. That's not what it's from? The, this show is a lie to me. No one tells me anything. It, we saw it on YouTube. That's yeah, crazy. The video we saw was Purple Mario, I believe, and it was him screaming. It was one of those pop-up things at the end of videos, you know, that would like the jump scares. And it was just like, oh, I love being purple. You know what it was? What? Here Get in on this. It was the grandpa from Hey Arnold. Yeah. And it was oh like, my ah, God. Ah, ah, ah. And it just repeated. Then at the end, it would be a pop out. And there's a couple different videos like that. I should have known. With the grandpa. I should have known it was just like a shit post sort of thing. <laughs> no, it was good. Those were like dank memes before the idea of a dank meme yeah, existed. Dank you know? content. Do you guys remember? Like the old, like the old school dank memes, where it would be just like Doritos, Mountain Dew, and Call of Duty all just mashed into like this video with loud noises, and it would just be like, "Wow!" I remember. It's still kind of what it is. I remember one specifically where it was just a video of a snake where they put a top hat on it, and then it just went to like get wrecked noob, and it was just like flashing images of bags of Doritos and Mountain Dew. And like that used to be memes. It was that the was, golden era. That was the memes that I grew up with. I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay, let's get in well. on the bananas yeah, before the we bananas? get into vampires. So me and Grant were watching a video of you know it was like some guy who had schizophrenia, but the video was from like the '60s. It was like 
65 or 66 or something. Catatonic schizophrenic Yeah, catatonic schizophrenic. And we're watching it, and the the whole video pretty much has the schizophrenic guy. And, you know, they're they're interviewing him, and he was making this one face, and Grant just out of nowhere was like, Bananas! (laughs) And I, I was cracking the fuck up. It was so funny. That's gold. I actually forgot that that had happened. I'm I'm glad that that is a resurgence. Probably like once every three Bananas. months, we can get Mitch to cry from laughter. It is. It, it's it a very. Happens. It, it happens once in a blue moon, but it's so satisfying. I think that now that we're like what I would consider to be adults, it it happens more often just because in day to day life things aren't as funny. Or we're, like, not there to be able to joke about it together. So when we do see each other, one of us cries almost any yeah, time yeah. that they're, we're together for more than a couple minutes. And it's not like, I miss you so much. It's just like, that was the most ridiculous thing It's like I have ever heard in my life to this day. Like, pissing yourself. Uh, it's just stupid shit. So we're, we're hoping one day that uh, we'll be able to make you guys cry. We're going to... Yeah. I got to say, when I get the time... I would personally love. Now, this is. I'm not promising anything. This is something. Email us if we've made you cry. I'm going to slowly do this. So, this might take me a while because we have a lot of audio. But I might actually kind of go back and make a super cut of our funniest moments to me. And <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. That would just be really fun to listen to. It would just be a hodgepodge of jokes and ridiculous banter that we've been involved with. Oh, that sounds fun. So now that we've gotten all this, uh, I I gotta say I I'm not moving into the vampires yet. It <laughs> it's seems been like ten minutes. It seems that the longer we run this show, the more the intro to the show becomes. This is like the spot where like a real podcast would go over their ads and they'd be like, buy this product or try this product. This is when we just kind of we just let out everything that's in our head previous to the topic. Yeah, a lot of the time we just don't see each other until we come together to do this show. That's true. So we got we got to get it all out somehow. So now that it's, it's like all we out, never talk. It might appear uh, at parts of the show. I don't know what's going to happen. But now that that's all out, we can talk about the blood-sucking she-devil vampire monster. I mean, you can call them any of those, I guess. It doesn't have to be a she-devil, but it, it could be a she-devil. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about a specific person. No. Mitch's um, wife. Mitch's wife, uh, which is news to me because I did not know he was married. I know he Sorry had three children, but those are not his blood children. Those are kids that he just picked up <laughs> from the park and chained up in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is a weird guy. But, uh, you know, besides all that, we are going to be talking about blood-sucking, pale, sometimes adorable. Uh, in recent years, they've actually become like a a sex thing, I guess. Yeah, people like being them. Um, I, I don't really understand that, but you know what? Everybody's got their kink, you know? That's fine. Um, if you like getting your blood drank or something, that, that there's got to be an app for that, right? There probably is, yeah. I mean, if Craigslist, a, yeah. If you're a farmer, you can date other farmers. If you're a blood-sucking she-devil succubus monster, there's got to be an app for that somewhere. Um, so, Jake, uh, why, don't you, you, why don't you roll us in? Drink. I feel like I've been blabbering here. No, it's totally fine. And vampires. I'm not going to get us started. So, you, why don't you no, get us started? No, it's all right. Yeah, let's just do it. Maybe vampires. Uh, so, the basic idea of vampires, is there a being that drains people of life energy? It's traditionally blood, right? Because, you know, uh, you need that stuff. And it's been around for millennia, dating back to Mesopotamia. And Hebrews, ancient Greeks, Romans, like the basic idea of something that just drains your life energy. But the first appearance of the word vampire, and it was spelled with a Y instead of an I, which is weird. It's kind of fun. I like it. Yeah. That's, a, when you, that's how you know people know their shit when you're reading about it, and they put it with a Y instead of the I. I'm like, this guy... He knew about vampires before Bram Stoker. No, okay, yeah. like he he's done some some searching. Do you think the Y makes it pronounced vampire? Because I've heard people pronounce it that way. I don't know if it's like a difference in spelling no, or if it's just like a, a preference. I don't think so because like when you just use the word separately, like on a pyre, that's like P Y R E. Yeah. So 
vampire. I feel like with the Y, it's the same. If anything, I feel like the I would fuck it up a little bit. It'd be like, vampire. Vampire. Which one would be the E noise? Vampire. In any case, it used to be spelled that way. And it, for the, the word first appeared in a travel log under the name of Travels of Three English Gentlemen. That's not That's good. us, right? I am, oh, I Mitch mean, is in English, damn it. In All a right. weird way, I'm English, but not really. I'm Irish. Swedish. I don't know what the fuck And a I lot am. of English, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I'm so that, that, that was... that 23 and me because... I don't want anyone to have my information. No, yeah, it's not good. It's never good. But uh, that that happened in 1734. All right. Uh, though it wasn't published until 1745. So that was when people started reading about it, when they could read. Uh, however, it is said that the first mentions of vampire were through word of mouth in Austri- when like Austria gained control of northern Serbia. And officials recounted locals exhuming, exhuming bodies and killing vampires. But, uh, mm. you know. So the true modern idea of vampires surfaced in the 18th century Southern Europe, uh, where they were known as evil beings thought to be suicide victims or witches, but the true vampirism was thought to come from the cadavers of these individuals, being possessed by malevolent spirits, or as, or as it is widely understood, being bitten by another vampire. All right? Because okay. that's, that's how it transfers. Uh, let's see. Talk of these beings became so integrated into the minds of the masses that they were bouts throughout history of mass hysteria. Sort of like the Salem witch trials, you know? Okay. Uh, more That's often, what we talked about yesterday. Yeah. There you go. Well, in a, in a way. Sort of. There was burning involved, burning a lot of people. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this led to a lot of executions. Uh, but, you know, how did people identify these vampires, you ask? What's uh? Well, how do they? Let me yeah, know. Yeah, how do they do that, Grant? Uh, so some common attributes of vampires at the time included, but we're not limited to being a little bloated. All right, common attributes of vampire being bloated, much like a happy, like a tick, or something. You know, uh, they, they're also ruddy, purplish, dark in color, blood dripping from their noses and, and mouths. That's kind of that makes sense. Garb like one might be buried in, slightly overgrown hair, nails and teeth. Although the pointy fangs that like you know Hollywood loves, uh-huh. th- those weren't, those were never mentioned. Well, yeah, I mean that makes sense. I don't know why you would need larger teeth. I mean, I'm I'm not a vampire, and if if you got canines push, that work the same, if push came to shove, I could really drink blood from somebody's skin. You know? Yeah. No, it makes sense. You like it? It's got like, the teeth. Have you guys ever tried to eat like a really fresh, possibly even like moist apple, and you just can't quite get into that first bite because you're just like, mm, fuck. No, it's, I've never had that problem. Really? Every once in a while, I get like a really tough apple, and I'm like, it's just like you seem like you can't do it, and you kind of got to like, ah, you got to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Grant, that's a beat. You got to like, puncture it. You can't eat it the same way. You got to puncture it, and then you can rip. It's the same with a vampire. I mean, if you just can't get a good bite, you just go for it again. You need a different profession. You'd be a different kind of dead guy. I've never had a problem eating an apple, okay? I've always found workarounds, (laughs) and I don't think I'd ever have a problem eating a person because I would find a workaround. Prove it. I mean, I'm not interested. It's your birthday. You can't get in trouble. I will say this. I'm not... Personally, uh, vampires never really stood out to me uh, as an interesting topic. And I'm not saying that for the purposes of the show. I just mean as I've always spent time, you know, looking into aliens and ghosts and things like that. Even werewolves recently. Wait, what? Even werewolves have struck your interest recently. They have. And vampires never really did the same to me because... I mean, I'll go into this a little bit later. I feel that they're too poetic. They're too... It, it's perfect fiction. You know what I'm saying? No, really. They have all these rules. Yeah. All these things. It's weird. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into later. it, yeah. There's there's uh, some, some other fun historical things for you I have. Woo! Grant. All right. So, yeah. So, you, so you, you know how uh, in ancient Greece, uh, obelisk was placed in the mouth of the deceased so they uh, could pay... 
their way across the river Styx, right? You knew that. Yeah, and also the ancient Greeks uh, were really fond of sodomizing children. You're so right. They, you know, That's a, two facts. In a weird roundabout way, uh, Greek people are responsible for pedophilia. And uh, I in no way endorse that statement. I'm just telling you what it is. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> I'm just yeah, telling right. you what it is. All right. Well, kind of like that, <laughs> people in the 18th century Europe uh, would do a similar thing. Uh, they would place scythes and sickles around the grave of a supposed uh, you know, uh, 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 vampire to soothe the demons that would inhabit the recently buried corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep them from rising from their coffins. Also, a uh, way that people would try to like stave it off: uh, crosses and pieces of pottery, reading "Jesus Christ Conquers." Kind of, you know, that would be placed in the uh, the old coffin there. So vampires are afraid of Jesus. Yeah, which is he's in- the king of risen dead people. It's, I find that slightly entertaining because why? He's blade. Why exactly would a vampire be? Vampires really have nothing to do with Jesus. They shouldn't even fear them because, in all technicality, they're immortal. So, if you were to believe in Jesus, the only way that you'd never get to meet the guy is if you never died. So, what are they so afraid of? They just don't like the name. Oh, you can. You can kill a vampire. Who's going to do it? You know, Abe Lincoln? I've seen that documentary, okay? Oh, yeah. He had a tough time killing those vampires. No, it's very true. Uh, Well, it's said that placing large amounts of grain, like small grained things, like poppy seeds or like sand, around the the, uh, fucking gravesite there would keep a vampire busy. Because apparently... If they, if like a vampire comes across something like a bag of grain or something that's very small, he has to count it until uh, before he can like move on. So do they have like OCD? I guess like there's a similar thing in uh, China, where like if they walk by like a a bag of rice, they have to count each individual grain before moving on. So. So you're telling me that vampires are like the, the, the odd kid. I was going to say weird, but I don't want to put a negative stigma on it. The odd person that like when they walk through a door, it's like, got to walk through it five times. No, it's just OCD, yeah. And it's just like, I get it. You know, you got a, a thing, but like, how can we like fix this? Because that's just not... That's just not what's normal. I mean, I mean, who's to say what is normal, I guess, but... Well, I mean, vampires aren't normal either. It'll, it's they got like extreme OCD. I would like eyeball it. Remember those games? <laughs> That's probably a couple thousand. I don't know if you guys. I'm sure everyone has done something similar to this, where they'll put like candy in a jar, and it's like guess how many M and M's are in here? Yeah. And whoever's the closest uh, gets the jar. I would do something like that. Like I would look at it and be like, all right, we got a ten pound bag of rice. What do you think's in there? Like. 50 billion grains. I'd just take a like stab maybe, at it. Maybe. I wouldn't sit there and count it. I would drive myself insane. No, yeah, that sounds awful. But uh, another method that was used to stave off vampires that would probably save vampires from having to do that, as well as the people from the vampires, uh, they would just cut the tendons in the in the knee of the dead guy. I Yeah, I mean, but what if they were, like, really good... Uh, or a strong upper body, you know, then they're crawling. Uh, they could even possibly get some type of uh, wheelchair, a uh, portable wheelchair. Yeah. And they could just kind of roll and like... Are you trying to tell us that you're a vampire? No, but even more so, just from personal experience, uh, people are very, very, very nervous and unexpecting of handicapped individuals. Um yeah, but they want to like get out of your way to be like, ooh, polite. And, like, so, oh, I'm so sorry. If you're a vampire, it's a very good cover because they're gonna be like, oh my god, you know, thank you so much. You're like, let me get this door for you. You're like, absolutely. Can I borrow six pints of your blood? And it would work they're at like, least twice. I thought you'd never ask. It would work at least twice in a lifetime. At I least twice. Yeah. Well, hopefully that didn't happen. Hopefully. Hopefully the tendons being cut worked. But how do you identify these graves, Grant? How do you identify which ones are possibly going to be vampires? I have oh, a, I have an answer for you. I have a better idea. What if we just decapitate every corpse? 
It's not nope. like a nope. crime. Is it has it? to just be tendons and scythes, and we have to leave sacks of grain everywhere. This is a good moral, ethical, and law-abiding question. Uh, to anyone out there that knows anything about law, law enforcement, uh, please let me know the answer to this. If I were to stumble upon a dead body, okay, um, let's say I find this corpse, right? It's just laying there. I'm like, oh, shit. I can already tell you that the answer is desecration of a dead body. <laughs> no, but what if I call? And I'm like, I have to report this. I found this dead body. Uh, you know, you guys should come check it out. And then what if I cut that dead head off and just leave it? I don't want to take it. But just like you take like a nice shovel and just one swift motion, just just decapitate it. What would happen? Is that illegal? Desecration of a, of a dead body, I'd say. Am I going is to... Like... Is, is it prison or is it like community service? You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking at here. Maybe, yeah, probably therapies in there. Okay. I'm you just know. You know, if anybody would know the answer to that, I just... I, I really just want to know. I mean, by all means, reason. email us with an answer because that's just me assuming. Yeah, you know? I want to know. You know, who, who does fucking know? I'm not saying I would. And um, I you, don't. You've entertained the idea. You, you, you would go through your mind. It would. It yeah. would. I don't particularly ever want to be in a situation where I find a dead body. So it. But if you did, you could just put his neck between your back wheels and punch it. No, that's too much. I, you can't be connected to it. You got to make it look like it wasn't. <laughs> so you. you're trying to get away with it. It sounds like you know that this is a crime. I know that it's wrong. I, you know, <laughs> I know that it's not right. No one's gonna like it. I know that it's a bad thing, but I want to know how <laughs> bad on the scale of bad is it. That's all I want to know. It's all a right, simple question. All right, all right, all right. It's a simple question. <laughs> Answer the question. But also, uh, uh, how do you identify them? <laughs> I know that's what you just asked. I know. How do you identify these graves? Uh, so a popular method was uh, leading a virgin boy and a white okay. or black horse. No, no, that no, is no, also no. The horse is also a virgin. No, 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 no. Yes, no. virgin boy and virgin horse, this black or white. This sounds like some fucking pedophile was just like, I'm going to go find vampires. Give me all of your young virgin boys. We're yeah. going to find them. And they had to lead them through a uh, a graveyard. Yeah, probably at <laughs> night. <laughs> it was definitely at night, and apparently the horse would like uh, the horse would let you know So what the, what's the point of the kid? Like, are they going to know? He's a little virgin. Like, is it like a penis thing? Like, the, the guy's like, his penis is going to twinge. I have to look at it. <laughs> Like this sounds already like the worst possible thing I've ever heard. In my has life. to be a virgin boy. Has to be a virgin horse. Let's go for a stroll. What do they count <laughs> as a virgin boy? Um, are you yeah. no longer a virgin if you've been sodomized? I don't know. That's a question because you know what? There's a lot of gray area with sexuality. That's what I'm saying. So like, if you, it, I'm not saying that like this kid's never actually had physical sex. You know, put his penis anywhere. But what if he's been sodomized? Would that make him a virgin? How does that work? Well, then it, I assume the method just wouldn't work. We got to ask Chris Hansen because he'll, he'll know. He probably would know. Chris Hansen yeah. will know. If it's unwilling, maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't think a, a young child can be willing in most instances. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Children are only willing if it's like little kids together. And they're like, let's play doctor. It's like that... That's willing, because those two are just kids. But if anyone is over the age of, like, well, I mean, I don't know how old these virgin boys are, so I'll just go out and say, if you're older than, like, 15, it's not, not okay anymore. It's it's not okay. 14's not good either, depending on the age of the other person. But, you done talking about kids getting fucked? Well, we gotta talk <laughs> logistics here. We gotta talk logistics. It's the sad truth. Nobody wants to admit it. Every day, there's kids getting fucked right now. Yeah, right now, as we're recording, there are kids being fucked. It's not good, no. And we're here to raise awareness on it. And I know it's not fun. It's not glamorous. It's not like, you know, I want to talk about getting people, a new hot dog. I want to talk about people digging up the uh, bodies and desecrating them. Okay, 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 fine. All right. I'll yeah, the Virgin back. Boy is also there, Mitch, yes. I'll hold back, I'll hold back. All right, so if, if they, uh, you know, if the horse was like, hey, it's over here, uh, they, would, they would often exhume it. And they would analyze it, the townsfolk. They would look at it. And if it didn't look uh, good, like, you know, if it didn't look the way they wanted it to, 
they would uh, they they would fuck it up. They would. That was a poor choice of words. You know what? Because yeah. now I have more questions. God damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, not only do vampires feast on blood of the living at night, but their presence also is associated with poltergeist activity. Grant. Okay, see now we're getting. Isn't that way. sort of strange? Stones, you know, hitting the outside of your house. Things flying around and inside the house, moving on their own. Isn't that crazy? Our vampire. We'll see. Yeah, in most instances, now cinema might have you believe that vampires have shape shifting slash invisibility powers. I read nothing of that. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I understand the connection to it now because of movies, but previous to that. There's really no mention of vampires having supernatural ability besides immortality. It makes for some good movies, though. It it does. You it know? adds an element of fuck you when the undead monster can be invisible. No, it's great. It's terrifying. But uh, but vampire, you know, they they're also known to have uh, rules and weaknesses. We all know about them, right? Most of them. For example, vampires cannot enter a home unless they're invited by the owner. Just like Mormons. Yeah, but one thing I didn't know. Once you invite them once, they can just come and go as they please. Yep. I assumed it was like every time they would be courteous, but I guess that makes more sense. No, the courtesy. See, that's where you kind of get this connection to the spiritual world, where in most instances, uh, in haunting stories, uh, it, haunting doesn't just occur. It has to be invited or enticed in some way. And once it happens once, then it never stops. It's like, please come in. They're like, oh, I couldn't. They're like teasing it, like how how bad does this guy want me in his house? Exactly. You know. So it's they share a few similarities there because they have these capabilities. It's like, and they live forever. So let's say like we're in this house right now, and let's say we invited some vampire in, right, and he didn't bother us. When we left in a hundred years, if someone was still in this house, he could get in. Like he already has his permission. You well, know? that would be a different owner, though, wouldn't it? No, but it doesn't matter because it's just there. No, it's, it's permission from the owner. That's that's the caveat. See, I don't believe in that. I believe. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in vampires, but these these are the facts. <laughs> I, I I don't abide by that because I feel like it's a personal space issue. All right, all right, all and right. it's like because you get permission from the owners. So what if you're in like a fucking subway? You know what I mean? Like, well, you got to ask, you got to call the manager and be like, "Can you get the owner of this subway out here?" Oh yeah, it might be limited to private residents. That's what I'm saying. All so right, I, all right I'm, that makes I'm sense. wondering. Here's another monkey wrench for that. So vampires, they're they're not able to like walk on consecrated ground like churches or temples. What if you invite them? Are they uh, like able to do that? Would that just cancel it out? Is it just a uh, what, what's going on here? Or what if you're private residence was blessed by a priest and or rabbi what would you do with can he come in it's sacred ground if you if you invite him but so if you invite him and it's that i wonder i wonder how uh yeah how that know. pans out i'm starting to think these things might not be real maybe i don't know though <laughs> how could you how could you? They also can't cross running water. How could you think that that's ridiculous? It is. Cr- I think we talked about this uh, before. I mean, I'm going to bring up Bill Schnobelin again later. But uh, the vampires is the one topic that we're talking about where, again, I mean, I want everyone to have their own opinion. And, you know, you can believe what you believe. But I wholeheartedly, as a host of this show, have no issue saying that I do not believe that vampires exist or have existed. But what? there's a caveat to that that I will get into at caveat. the end. Psychic vampires, yeah. Well, people, yeah. That, that's a, people sucking the life that's out a of the real, room. That's a literally. real practice. That go. is real. I mean, even if you don't believe in it, it's a thing people do. So yeah, Vampires can't cross running water. But also garlic and wild rose branches and hawthorn uh, hurt them. So what's or the deal ward with them those? Off. What do you mean? Wait, what's the deal? Why... Why garlic? Because it's so so flavorful. Makes the best bread. I will say this. I had cream of garlic soup last night. It was the most terrifyingly gross soup I've ever eaten. Gross? You don't like garlic? Or was this just bad soup? No, no. It was good soup, and I love garlic, but it was too much. It was too much. I took like three bites, and I was like, I'm going to be sick. It was so good that you got sick? It was so gross. I couldn't do it. Maybe that's why you're firing off a waterfall down there. 
today. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. always seem to get, I always seem to get the squirts right around my birthday. Yeah, and I think it's because I cut loose so much. I'm like, because you're it. celebrating, dude. You were having beers the other day. You had steak. I'm like, let's you have had, donuts. And you had just liquid garlic in a bowl. <laughs> I did, yeah. See, yeah, so I'm no longer, I'm not a vampire because I, I ate some of that. Soup. Maybe vampires are just afraid of diarrhea. Yeah, in a way, Grant yeah, is a chocolatier today, if you know what I mean. That is true. I got no shame in that because everybody poops. You like mustard? I do love mustard. Very well, much. vampires don't, especially if there's mustard seeds on your roof. They hate. Why that. the fuck would they be on my roof? Don't know, but you got to put them there. You got to put them there so so the vampires don't get in. It reminds them of the war. Oh, <laughs> uh, the great the great mustard war of fucking thirteen twelve. That's the forgotten war in history. Yeah, yeah. Who was superior, mayo or mustard? <laughs> mustard won the war. With mustard gas. But yeah, then there's also just like, you know, holy water, rosaries, crucifixes. Is it crucify? Crucifixes. Yeah, but like crucify cool. is like, you know, the action, but if it's a if it's a noun. No, it's a crucifix. I want to make plural, like different versions of plural words. Well, shut up. <laughs> well, I am because that's all the notes I had. This is a very relaxed episode. Ooh, How do you, ki- yeah, mirrors, dude? You know something about mirrors and vampires that I didn't know that I learned recently? It was like old mirrors used to be made with silver, mm-hmm. and that's why you couldn't see the reflection. But now, theoretically, you would be able to see the reflection of a vampire because, like. You can't. Yeah, because... Unless not, it's an old-ass mirror. They're not silver. Silver-plated mirrors are pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. That's a, They stopped making those in, like, the 1800s. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for those of you wondering, uh, silver, it's very biblical, okay? Because the reason that vampires cannot do silver is because of Judas Iscariot, who always seems... Every every time, he seems to be a recurring topic on the episode at some point in time. Judas? He's involved in so many different folklore events. And um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Judas was given, thir- was it 30 pieces of silver uh, in exchange for giving up Jesus? And therefore, ever since that moment in time, silver is now the enemy of the vampire slash demon world, okay? For some reason. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of get it. It's it's a good story, you know? It's like... It's cool. It's like, oh, that's a really old thing to pull from. So just, just The fact that it's so fucking old it just makes it interesting. No, I agree. It doesn't even make sense. So if you invest in silver, the vampires will stay away. Yeah, they there have to. They have to. Yeah. Just... If you're in the silver trade... If you're going to like shows where anything is made out of silver, you're in the queer because none of those people could be vampires. Yeah, um, you want to know something that's kind of funny that I always have thought ever since I knew about it. You know, they're just like, "Oh, you just drive a stake through its heart to kill it." You know yeah. what else that fucking kills? Fucking everything. Pretty much. You no one, no one would survive. Or just like, "Oh, cut its head off." It's like that would kill pretty much anything too. I <laughs> I feel like you're just killing people. Now, uh, I've, I mean, now this is a media thing. This is an entertainment world trope. Uh, it has to be a wooden stake. I don't know if that, like, so if it's made, I mean, I guess silver would work too, right? I guess. But if it was like a bronze stake, I'm assuming it wouldn't work, but I feel like it would because it, what are you if you don't have you gotta, a heart? You got to put splinters in the heart, you know? Um, so, let me get into this. I'm going to rewind a little bit. And for those of you, I mean, Bill Schnoblin was a, a huge... There's a one-episode thing we did, but he is a huge, huge, for lack of a better term, influence He's a on huge what we do. character in our lives that we always come back to. And yes. It's, it's, a, it's the sort of hatred that you love to have. He is a funny, interesting... Weird individual and still alive. Yes, yeah, still alive. Whether you believe in him or not, uh, he. Well, I mean, he is real, but I meant more like if you believe in the things he says, uh, that is completely up to you. But the guy is—he's—he could be in an institution. Um, 
Uh, we're, I'm going to go through a quick little rundown here, okay? And according to him, he was a vampire, and it turned out that he had to train by doing lots and lots of cocaine. And then on the night that he was to shift uh, his vampire, I guess, uh, foreman, I don't know what the proper term he, would he be. He was pretty much just going to die and then continue to live. Yeah, he cut his chest open and let Bill suckle at him like a little hippie cocaine pig. And after that, he was now a vampire. And he talked about, you know, how you would drink small amounts of blood as to not kill people, which, to his credit, is a very smart way to look at it. If you're going to believe that vampires are real, you wouldn't go around murdering people every time you need to eat. You would have a group of people willing to donate their blood to you and you would take little bits at a time so that they wouldn't die, and yeah. that you would consistently have a source of food without having to be a fucking undercover serial killer. Yeah, isn't that like sort of something that uh, modern Hollywood has kind of gotten into? Like they have, like a lot of vampires have like human proxies yeah, that they bit. feed on, and like they do it because they want to be vampires, and they're like, can I do it now? And they're like, yeah. no, just give me a couple more quarts. Um,. So I'm going to give some opinion here, okay? There there have been frights and scares of vampires throughout history. Uh, nothing has ever really come of it. A lot of it, to put it frankly, I guess, uh, has kind of come out to just be grave robbing. Because I do understand... Um, if you are to go somewhere and a grave is dug up and opened and there's no body, you're probably going to freak out a little bit. But the idea of grave robbing uh, it often is lost on people, and that is something that I'm sure still happens to this day somewhere. To some degree, I'd say, yeah. And the reason I don't particularly buy into the vampire trope is because... Let's go back to what Jake said. So, poltergeist activity follows them, right? It was said to, yeah, in in 18th century uh, Europe. Right, so we have that. Then we also have the idea of a life-sucking essence, right? That's what they're after. They're coming for you. People just assume it's blood. They made it sound like. In, In a roundabout way, if you were to make a Venn diagram... A vampire and a poltergeist or a demonic entity share extremely similar traits. One is just in physical form, and the other one is partially physical, or not at all. It just, yeah. And this goes back, you know, I don't know, I'm assuming if you clicked on this, you thought we were going to talk about Vlad the Impaler, right? No, we already covered that in a past episode. I don't even remember which one. Uh, it was, was that the like, horror movie origins. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to that one mm-hmm. if you want to hear about Vlad. Um, Vlad, it's very overdone. Everybody's aware. Uh, and this is not a new thing. I mean, you have Vlad the Impaler. You have uh, Elizabeth Bathory. You have a bunch of different iconic figures in history that drank blood. Dude, there's people now that like claim to be vampires and drink each other's blood just because they think it's healthy. No, I actually pulled that up uh, just so I had the exact name of it. Um, What's it me, called? Let me try to find it. I just fucking had it up. Um, Give me a second here. Uh, Vampirism, maybe? No, it had a goofy name. I'm trying to... I'm trying to like skim this article I was reading. A glo- it's about globe and guzzler. It's about like real or supposed real vampires. They're just people that literally just live and drink blood for fun, and they're fucking weirdos. Okay. It's like yeah, I mix it with wine. I'm an alcoholic. It's like all right, well. I uh, just need y- therapy. I think didn't we watch that one episode of uh, Strange Addiction, and the woman was addicted to drinking human blood. <laughs> Yeah, but she just spent the whole time talking about how she's a vampire. Mitch <laughs> so, has a question. So is it an obsession? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, what are you doing? So this is uh, a question for you guys. Do you guys know what blood tastes like? Because I do. Yeah, it I've tastes, tasted it, my own blood. Very, uh, very metallic. Yeah, tastes very like metally. copper. Tastes like pennies. Yeah. So 
<laughs> there you go. There you go. We yeah. Just, we should just trick the vampires into drinking liquid copper. <laughs> <laughs> and throw some silver in there yeah. with, while we're doing metals. Yeah. I'm not opposed. Oh, wait, to let's do it. You want to? You want to? You want to feed people our blood without them knowing? Nyctophobia. No, he doesn't want to do it. I just. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's called nyctophobia. I thought it was a good idea, but. Nyctophobia, that's kind of fun. Like, ooh, I got a, I got a nick in my skin. Nyctophobia is the real-life human... Uh, it, it, in a way, it's like an addiction. It's not necessarily. It's just people that enjoy drinking blood. Um, so I got here talking about how vampires and demonic entities share similar things. We're going to... Uh, in a more contemporary light, we can talk about QAnon, right? Which... In a way, QAnon, I mean, QAnon really does deserve their own episode. They They don't really deserve much. It was a very, very, I don't care what you believe in, if you're into that, if you think it was real, if you think it wasn't, at the time, it was a very intriguing and intimate conspiracy. It was this super deep web about the craziest shit and I think a lot of people out there, conspiracy theorists especially, it was something that they wanted to believe, uh, myself included to a certain degree. I wanted to believe in it slightly because of how crazy it was and how defined it was. And uh, Mitch, what do you have to say? You're looking at me no, like, oh, no, I'm just he's just looking at me. Um, Staring. I didn't particularly think that it was real. I will say there were parts of it that I was like, I could buy that. But, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to freak out and be like, oh, this guy's a fucking QAnon guy. Like, no, I, I understand that these people are absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And um, the moment I hear you actually saying you're part of Q, I'm going to push you into a pool. I am not. I, I'm too in, informal to be a member of anything. Um, Except this cult. Follow us on all this shit. But, 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 QAnon talked about adrenochrome, right? That's just something that we've brought up before in the Franklin cover-up, and I'm sure in other episodes, too. Um, They talk about how, essentially, you're able to drain the adrenaline from a live person that is suffering and in pain, and it is like a drug. This is not particularly a new thing. Uh, I mentioned it before. Uh, Bloody Bathory, uh, for those of you unaware, she would drink human blood as a way to gain power, knowledge, and stay young. Wouldn't she bathe in it, too? Oh, yeah. In a, in a bathory? Yeah. And that's, a, that's an episode that we definitely have to do at some point because it's very weird and fun. And a little bit gross. I'm not going to lie. Especially post-AIDS epidemic, you know? It's really hard to think about. Yeah, that. It, was, it was gross either way. But we are... I'm just going to use this as an example. I don't want you out there to think that I condone or believe this, okay? But I'm just using this because it's the internet's most prominent example of this. It means to an end. Hillary Clinton may or may not drink baby blood to stay alive. That is what some people out there in the world right now think happens, okay? By definition, if you are to believe in that theory, if that is something that you think you're at home right now, you're listening to me, you're like, this guy is saying everything I want to hear. He is telling me (laughs) that Hillary is a bitch and that she drinks blood. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that is what people on the internet are really into. That falls into the same category as vampirism. Would it not? Yes. I mean, not only is she drinking blood, she is, the whole point of it happening is in order to drain the essence of life out of another person so that this person can have it and stay alive. That is the idea of what the vampire is. That's the whole motive of the vampire is to drink the blood so that they can take your life and add those years to them. How in the fuck does that make sense? If that worked, we let's not be stupid here. Let's not be naive. We know what kind of shit we have done, right? As Americans, just scientifically speaking, uh, research-wise, 
think of what came before us also that we are not the first uh intelligent civilization okay we are way down the line and even now there are things in the past that i truly believe civilizations that came before us that were far more advanced or capable of being more advanced than we could ever wish you mean to tell me that no one has thought of that idea and no one's actually tried it because if it worked, everybody would do it. No, okay. I understand where you're coming from. You're making a lot of sense. But if someone was to discover that, you know, that like drinking adrenochrome make you stay young, you'll like live forever, you're draining other people's life essence, I feel like the people in charge would probably keep that a secret. Yeah, but why are they not living forever? You know what I mean? To keep up the ruse. <laughs> they have to they gotta play the long con. I have yeah. to die to yeah. let the secret live on. Yeah. <laughs> they just go live underground with the reptiles. I feel like if it was real, it would it really depends on a matter of like are people generally good? Because if they are, then no. they okay, if they aren't, then we'd be drinking blood right now. That is a good point. That's a good point. Because I'd it, say people aren't good, but I'm, I am glad that we're not drinking blood right now. It's not being sold at like 7-Eleven in like a way, Dasani bottle. The perfect way to look at this is, uh, okay, well, we're going to use Jeff Bezos, right? Whatever your opinion on him is, this is a whole different topic. He said one of the funniest things that was the most, it, it really made me think. And somebody was asking him about being bald. And they were like, you know, you have all this money. Why don't you try to use this hair care product, this product, this? And he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I'm the richest man in the world. I am the richest man that the world has ever seen. If there was a cure for baldness, I would be the one to have it. But I don't. So that it's a valid point. If there was an actual way, if any of these products out there in the world actually worked the way that they are advertised, the richest guy in the world wouldn't be a fucking bald person because he would just be able to change that if he so wanted to. So with that to. one statement, he like completely ruined Rogaine's stock. No, he did. He did. It's right. <laughs> and nice. the, the truth is, I feel the same way about the idea of drinking blood. You can say, oh, well, look at the Rothschilds. They lived for, you know, 110 years. It's like, yeah, but they had money, so they were just buying up used organs and replacing their own yeah, organs. Yeah, how many hearts does that one guy have? Like, he's on his fifth or something? I think it was like, it was. he's dead now, right, I think? Rockefeller. Or, that was Rockefeller. I think he might actually be dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Should have like, got another oh, heart. Oh, the Queen of England, she's fucking old as shit. Yeah, no shit, she's the most important person in England which is the oldest fucking civilized country on the planet right now. So why would she be dead early? They're going to do everything to keep that woman alive. That's my thought, is that it clearly does not work. And this is, it kind of rounds back to what I was saying in the beginning. It is, vampires are the perfect fiction. But, all right, here's another thing. Go ahead. Because, like, uh, I, yeah, like regular people. You're talking about regular people just drinking blood and gaining life essence from it and like immortality in a sense yeah well they're not vampires Great. yeah but they're not va- you have to be a vampire for that to work but then so who are the vampires where are they they're the people that they're, they're uh, the people that are bagging your groceries they're at the dmv see i don't uh, that makes it even worse because i went underground kill with elvis if I was a grocery bagger for thousands of years, I would kill myself. Well, that's just for the like for like ten years, and then someone's like, "Man, you still look as good as you did the day you started working here." Then they move on. They go to, go to a different town, start bagging up other stuff. Maybe they're maybe they're a uh, a bank clerk this time. Switch it up. That could be true. Yeah, I'm just playing so, devil's advocate. If that's true. Well, I feel like the people wouldn't be working regular jobs. I feel like they'd be, you know, like living underground or something. Maybe the entire staff of Red Cross is just, you know, that would be perfect. Them too. Wouldn't that be nice? They work for the vampires because those people don't look that great. Red Cross is just proxies. That's a good point. I don't know who the CEO of the Red Cross is. You know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) His name is Vlad Bloodman. Vlad, Very I cool, like crazy. Um, 
Then the last, very, very, very last thing that we will talk about is the arguably real vampire, which would be the psychic vampire, okay? This, in practice and definition, is 100% real. That's why I said DMV, yeah. Yeah, there are people out there that do this, and essentially what a psychic vampire is, I'm sure everyone out there has met somebody like this, uh, I would venture a guess and say the majority of psychic vampires out there right now uh, are unaware that they're psychic vampires because that's just kind of how they operate. But it's the idea of they drain your mental energy, they drain your emotional energy, and they feed off of that energy. So the way, the best way to describe it would be if you've ever met somebody that purely thrives on making somebody miserable or sad that is a psychic vampire they they draw happiness from making the people around them feel bad yeah and that is very real that is a thing that happens daily they like drama maybe it could even be so simple as just dry ass small talk that just doesn't end mm-hmm. like ah oh, this shirt won't stay buttoned you know when i bought this shirt i parked in the third parking space of Coles, and uh there was a flattened dixie cup on the ground i thought well i gotta pick that up but then i went and got this shirt and what do you know there's another dixie cup it's like just continues like that for hours yeah you're gonna get tired and they're gonna keep going everybody they're taking your energy everybody that is listening to this show can probably right now in your head identify somebody in their life that has this capability. If they're in the room with you right now, point to them. Yeah, go ahead. Let them know that they're a psychic vampire. It's a real thing. Get the fuck out of my house. Um, The reason that they're not talked about is pretty obvious because they're, uh, they're very heavily important in the world of Satanism. Uh, Not important in a good way. They're just, they're, they're one of the major guidelines to avoid those people. Uh, and in a way, that's that's a good thing because you don't want to be around people that make you miserable. No, it's true. Yeah, that is uh, Levain. pure Levain Satanism. Now, there are people, I've seen plenty of interviews and videos of people that claim that they have these abilities and it, it doesn't work in the way that we're talking. It's something where they can focus on you and using some type of telepathic meditation. That's actually a really cool idea, telepathic meditation. Um, that's the new band, all right? We're going to okay. start a band. All right, cool. Um, but through some form of that, they're able to drain the energy from you and give it to themselves. So this would mean... Let's say, for example, you're sitting in, I don't know, in some form of public transportation. Maybe you're on an airplane. That's a good way of looking at you it. You just woke up. You drank a coffee. You're feeling good. Yeah, you're you're nice and up and energized. Yes, the day has begun. And there's just somebody, the guy sitting next to you just really, he just seems like a weirdo to you. He just kind of keeps glancing over at you. You're like, I don't know what's going on here. And after a while, you notice you're like, I really feel like shit. Like, I'm just very tired. I feel like I could sleep for days. I'm very fatigued. Uh, I know this is not jet lag. This is a strange feeling I haven't had before. Yeah, we haven't even taken off yet. There are people that claim that they can do that, and I I believe that that exists in some way. I mean, we all are energy. There's no other way to put that. So if you can find a way to harness that energy you could very easily harness it from others because we're all the same thing. Just harnessing energy that is us just makes me think of like us running on like hamster wheels. Yeah, in, in, like in, a, way. in just a big gymnasium. In a way. Mitch, what are you thinking here? I think it could very much be real. Even like places, like certain locations, buildings, houses could have this effect on people where it just drains you. Like... Even, like, haunted places, you know, tend to have that ability. Yeah, dude, there are, like, places around the world that are known for, like, I think they have, like, a different, like, electromagnetic field, like, about them or something. And, like, there's some places that either drain you, like, make you super tired or just make you feel, like, euphoric. Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird. Like, there's, like, a mountain range, like, not close, not close to here, but it exists. (laughs) 
That's it. No, it, it's it's very <laughs> weird. I think I know what it you're, is weird. Is that? I think I've heard that. Is it in Arizona? Or yeah, something? I think so. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But it's just a big ass boulder. It's very spiritual. I was actually reading this theory the other day, and it it doesn't particularly relate to vampires, but it does to psychic vampires. And the theory was that every one of us, we're all living the exact same consciousness. We're just seeing it from different perspectives. So pretty much the idea of the collective unconscious, uh, they're taking that and expanding it even further, saying that we are one energy that's been split off, similar to Voldemort's soul in the Harry Potter movies. Ah, yes. And we're experiencing life in thousands, if not millions, of different avenues based on where we are geographically and things of that nature. So the idea is that we are all connected. And this would allow the psychic vampire to feed on anybody because if you're able to grasp that and believe that, then why couldn't you take the energy from somebody? It's all the same energy. So they're just taking second helpings of energy. Pretty much. It's like tapping your neighbor's keg. Like, it can be done, but it's a very delicate procedure. You yeah. don't want to get caught, Instead you know? of a bully, like, give me your lunch money. It's like, give me your life essence. Pretty you know, much, like just yeah. just pushing you into a corner. That's, that's kind of what we're dealing with here with these folks. And I'm not saying that everyone out there is capable of this. It's kind of like uh, people that are very intuitive when it comes to the paranormal. It's one of those things, like, you either got it or you don't. Yeah. Uh, you can't train yourself to be intuitive with nature or the yeah. supernatural. It's like, oh, your aura's orange. It's like, I'll take your word for it. Pretty much. It's like, I've never seen an aura. I don't know what the fuck that means. So it means nothing to me. You can tell me what it means, but I'm not going to listen. It's, like, well, it's kind of like the glow around you. It's like flattery will give you everywhere. Pretty much. With all that being said, that is effectively That's pretty much it. That's our vampires. episode on the vampire. It's it true. is true. It is a mythical being that, uh, for the purposes of our fans out there, may or may not exist. It possibly existed in the past. I don't know. Um, or maybe it is just a metaphorical way to describe what we're talking about now with the psychic vampire. You know, who knows? Who the fuck knows? We it, don't. It is for you to decide. We just want to give you the information and the little stories that we have, and then you could form whatever the hell kind of opinion you're interested in. Yeah. That's what we do here. So if you ever want to search for vampires, get yourself a horse and a virgin boy. Yeah, don't fuck them. Don't do that. Don't no. fuck either I would rather you fuck the horse than the boy. But I, even I really then, would. yeah, don't do that either. I'm pretty sure there's like a, a few states in the United States where fucking a horse is not illegal. I'm like, It'd be not, funny if like it, it, that was true, but the law was, it is not illegal to do this. I'm it's actually written down somewhere before we before we tap out for the evening. Um, I'm actually <laughs> going to look that, that up. Factoid. Well, in the meantime, while you're looking that up, follow us on all the shit. You know all the stuff. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have an email starter called at gmail.com. We plug it all of the time. And then there's also Patreon down below where you can get some cool stuff, more more content. Anyway, that's Grant, Jake, uh, that's me, and there's Mitchell over there, and what's what's up with this horse-fucking law? Um, wow, okay, I think I read that incorrectly, okay? Okay, 14 states. Uh, it is legal, yet recommended that you do not do it. Alabama, Hawaii, Kentucky, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, Ohio, Texas, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. It is all legal to fuck horses and donkeys in those states. Washington, D.C. is on there. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's 14 states, and then that's a district, so it doesn't count. Yeah, but, you know. If you're in any of those states and you're interested in banging a horse. Just make sure you're in one of those places, I guess. Or if you're not, just don't don't get caught. I'm not telling you to do it, and I uh, if you get busted, don't come asking us for help. We're talking about the horse right now. No, oh, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. Well, and and little boys, obviously. I 100% don't recommend that. Yeah, don't do that. And that's that's illegal everywhere. Even so if you don't get caught, don't do that. If you're it, it, here's the deal. If you're thinking about doing that, just 
either cut yeah. your testicles off, sew your vagina shut, or shoot yourself in the mouth. Those are the options. You, you have. could do all those things at once. But um, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. I would say it is. We left you with some sound advice. Yeah. Um, we will be back next week with another episode, as usual. It's true. We will be having a great conversation about a topic that you will find out about next week. So enjoy yourselves. Have a great Fourth of July. Yeah, explode if you some early. stuff. Make some stuff explode. Don't explode people, even yourselves. Hands are important. Opposable thumbs. Let go. Let go of the lit firework. Yeah, don't hold the bottle rocket. Hold the bottle. Let the bottle rockets in. Yeah, Roman candles are fun though. That is true. You can do whatever you want. Just have a good time. Pretty much. Um, so we will see you guys all next week and have a good fucking month. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bananas! <laughs>